0: Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteens.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy episode 75, the Strawberry Answer All of Light's Kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine.
1: And I'm your co-host, Fonny.
0: How are you, Fonny? I missed you.
1: I'm doing great now that I'm here again with you.
0: Oh, likewise.
1: Oh. How, you know, how did your surgery and go? How are you? Good, good, go, go. oh, My surgery was <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk at the same time as each other. Yeah. <laughs> But it sounds like our lag situation has gotten a lot better, thankfully.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's because we're in a private call and not in like a a live episode broadcast, maybe.
1: I also just updated my OS. (gasps) Yes,
0: (laughs) that'll do it. Which version of... I have to know, which version of macOS were you on before and what version are you on now?
1: (laughs) Okay, so I went from El Capitan to Mojave because I'm afraid of new things and I didn't want it to go too far you know
0: I respect that I respect that yeah uh El Capitan Cap-
1: so that would be early 2015 I believe
0: I think so El Capitan Mac OS what version is that? Is it's the 12th major release of Mac OS oh the one with the mountain background yeah 10.11. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and 2015. I only
1: updated my OS so that Discord would work better.
0: <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm shocked that yeah. it let you just go to Mojave and not like Wait, we're on Mojave though. What what is the current version of macOS? Current of This is on topic. It's my show. Monterey. Yeah, Monterey. So,
1: Mojave is 2018
0: gotcha yeah okay cool sorry i was like so deathly curious because i was like jesus christ what were you running before but that checks out yeah so i've been so scared of, of
1: change but it's okay so far knock on wood
0: knock on wood indeed so I'm glad that your surgery went well and your max surgery mm-hmm. went well. And then coming mm-hmm. up in literally less than a week, I have surgery coming up. You do. We. <laughs> um, and
1: you're getting your face tinkered with? Is I
0: am. Right? I'm having my chin, yeah. uh, my chin filed down, quite literally filed right. down, which is yeah. fantastic. Because one side is bigger than the other one. Uh, Is bigger than the other side and I have a little bit of a cleft and super dysphoria inducing and this is like one of my end game transition things so I'm really excited but uh, we Mm -hmm. will talk more about in WDJN for right now we have to talk about our Patreon uh, in the $1 vanilla tier we have swallowing my spit into the microphone i'm a professional (laughs) delicious (laughs) delicious we have casa danielle darling latle gosh cheeks lux manic pixie panda uh nabby red panda and raystar and i lied lux is in the five dollar tier and i don't know why my notes keep getting all fucked up there we go boop fixed it in the $5 <laughs> Kingster tier, which gets you access to uh, some nudes that I post. It gets you access to that channel where I post all that good stuff. And a username shout out, just like the $1 tier. We have Baby Alexi, Bailey, uh, Basavi Silky, juice box Lux, Meerkat, Fragtime, Retro, Skywalker Ranch, The Starling Family, and Stitchlet. And the $10 fetishist, yes, fetishist tier, which gets you access to the channel where I post some video stuff, wink, nudge. We have, oh, and a shout out up to one sentence. We have Luna, Mayachu who writes, you all look lovely today. Thank you. And Panda Gorin, who writes, Panda fact, the record for the world's biggest labia was set back in 1888. Isn't that crazy? Wow. And- yeah, I know, right? In the fifteen dollars sinner tier, which gets you all of the below, including some co-directorial input on the content I create, we have Koneko who writes friends infos alike. Get ready for toddlers on turnbuckles coming to a podcatcher near you. Finally, in the twenty dollars deviant tier, which gets uh, you everything below, including your name written on me for all of my planned content, uh, we have Ao who writes um, spelled letter A letter O. Uh, who writes let's just allow ourselves to be whatever it is we are beautiful brya who writes if you didn't pee your pants you need to drink more water daddy gray who writes remember you are loved and valued spade jess cat let's call me joe lupin pope felix who writes may the kind hand of fate not slap you brutally across the face sluggy who writes eat your veggies candy is veggies no it's not sluggy i'm watching you <laughs> soup and summer who writes medusa is a victim we are doing gangbusters on our patreon right now thank you so much everyone mm-hmm. uh getting into the first like actual segment of the show uh we have w and uh and without wasting any more time coming right off the heels of our intro and the patreon my surgery update uh which has been very graciously crowdfunded by all of you uh we are closing in on the last thousand dollars uh thankfully it does not have to be like all right before the surgery because i have it on financing which is fantastic but i just wanted to take a moment and say thank you so 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 much to everyone who has helped support, uh, help support me through this process, which is quite literally life changing, and I, I don't know what to say except thank you. So that is the update on that. Literally a week away. This may be the last time I record a show for a little bit. I I know me taking a break. Ooh, shock! <laughs> I know. I <laughs> the only thing consistent in my life is the inconsistency of the dear jazzy upload schedule, (laughs) but (laughs) it'll um, get better. It'll get better. It will get better. I hope it gets better after my procedure. Uh, reason why is I will not be able to talk for a little bit because they're going through my mouth to access my bones. Uh, so I'm definitely not talking for at least a week. Uh, but we'll Mm -hmm. see where that goes. I'm very confident. I'm not scared. I cannot wait to get on with the rest of my life. um, Next piece of news, WTJN, whoosh, whoosh, news. Dear Jazzy is officially on the schedule at Capcom. We already knew this was going to happen, but now it's like official, official, and it's exciting, and it's great. We got the email confirm a couple days ago here at adultswithgod.com productions, and then we're working on like ironing out logistics right now so that is super duper exciting Uh, very last piece Jazzcraft Chocolate our uh, vanilla WoW private server Um, if it goes down please let me know because I've been away from home a lot and there I do need to reboot it at least once a day so if it is down and you want to play please uh, feel free to ping me or send me a message on discord and I will get it back up for you Uh, that's all the WDJN I have. Fonny, did you have any special announcements for the good of the order?
1: Uh, special announcements? No, not really. Um, I'm moving this summer, so I'm also going to be a little bit out of sorts for (laughs) a bit. Uh, and we're moving to a house that needs a lot of work, so that's going to be fun.
0: (laughs) I know what that's like.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep.
0: Yep, it's part of the reason why the show schedule got so fucked up I bought a house.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like you and I just keep cosmically colliding.
0: It's Surgeries,
1: true. moving, job fuckery. Yeah,
0: yep. <laughs> but every once in a while, our stars align and we create some beautiful audio candy for your ears.
1: It's true. It's true. Yeah. So I got my wisdom tooth pulled out and uh, I just kind of wanted to mention I had I had pulled Jazzy like immediately post surgery um that it did really help me to like get into that operating room and be okay with the whole process by kind of like channeling Jazzy's like a good energy for medical situations and being like Jazzy would have so much fun with this.
0: I would. I really would. Yeah. I remember that message and I've been like thinking about it every day since you sent it. And this just filled me up with so much light. And I wanted to thank you for that because it, it was so wholesome. I was like, ah. like yeah. the fact that you were able to like channel that and like have something of a good time through getting a tooth pulled is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool.
1: Yeah. And then the nurse in the recovery room afterwards, because like I got knocked out for having one wisdom tooth pulled call me a baby if you want but i just i did not want to be there for the process mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and i was asking the nurse uh like some questions afterwards like still kind of half asleep and uh i learned some things about anesthesia that are just kind of like interesting mm-hmm. just interesting I asked them, how did I get from that surgery, like the the chair that they yoinked my tooth out in to the recovery bed? And she's like, oh, well, we stand you up, put you in the wheelchair, bring you over, and then you get into the bed. And I was like, what do you mean I get into the bed? You mean I'm not, like, dead to the world? Yep. What? (laughs) So it turns out you're still still suggestible you can still do things whenever you're under anesthesia and that's been a lot to think about over the last couple days
0: that is entirely true (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: kind of fun though
0: oh yeah no it's super fun it's um Mm -hmm. whenever i have a thing i specifically i use the magic words deny versed which versed is the sedative that makes you loopy and like he he oh apples and cinnamon buttholes ha ha like the post-surgery like sillies <laughs> yeah. and everything that is yeah. the thing that also fucks with your memory and i very specifically oh. say i don't want that because i like being like present at all times and like being yeah. able to like catalog memories like it's really freaky for me to have like spots in my memory so i'm like yeah i give me only enough Versa to keep me asleep like Mm -hmm. uh, i obviously don't want to wake up i don't want any more sedatives past that and from there uh during my last procedure i actually remember when they like woke me up from like all right we're all done oh okay and dead ass my first words were Put me back down. I'm not done sleeping. And the whole surgical (laughs) theater just like (laughs) started laughing. It was great. (laughs) That's adorable. It was super great. And
1: very you. And very
0: me. Yeah. So they got me onto the bed. Um, They got me from the table onto the bed and wheeled me back. And literally, the first thing, um, as soon as I get back there, Gray comes comes in and the first thing he does is he hands me my stuffy which I, I oh. think I sent you the picture of me and I still have the pulse ox on and I'm like super groggy because I just woke up and I'm holding my stuffy it was really cute yeah and then there's Kim who's like what's your friend's name And like, eh! it was really precious yeah yeah oh god that's so cute I really love the energy where you're like How does this work? Anesthesia? Please. I'm curious. I love that energy so much of just like bringing bringing that energy into a medical space totally makes me read like, ah, yes, I am an autistic person and I really want to learn about everything please info dump to me and it like creates this like really like wholesome environment where it's just like yes please teach me yes hello i'm an adult child and i love being me teach me please <laughs> and that whole yep. thing All and right. apparently
1: for me it's um half complimenting my nurse on her hair color because it was beautiful and half asking weird medical
0: questions yeah 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 that sounds like me yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally i definitely remember before i went down um i don't i don't know why i'm saying i definitely remember i mean i do remember they didn't give me anything um wherever you go uh like wherever hospital if you are on oxygen for whatever reason um there are different like oxygen providers like there's praxair and then there's like a couple other like big companies where all they do is they sell canisters of oxygen for medical purposes. Mm -hmm. And like different hospitals have different, sometimes they condense their own. Sometimes they have like brands, whatever. So every hospital where you'll get oxygen has different, different O2 that's made differently. And just like bottled water, every single one tastes different. (laughs) And so, Oh my God i'm on the table i'm naked laying at the bright white lights and i'm ready to like go under and they're like okay jazzy you know here's the here's the mask and you know how are you feeling i feel great (gasps) oh my god what's wrong your oxygen tastes so good what yeah no seriously <laughs> listen every hospital you go to has different oxygen and yours tastes really good and again the whole theater <laughs> just like loved that <laughs> <laughs> apparently they had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> so i just love bringing that like childlike excitement into like a medical space because just makes everything more fun i'm glad that that was a good experience for you
1: Hmm. yeah we're five days out and uh i think i'm recovering pretty nicely
0: yeah you're you're talking really really well uh it took me a hell of a long time to recover from my wisdom teeth so great job
1: thanks yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: all right we run an advice show we're not a medical advice Mm -hmm. podcast we are a sexual and kink and fetish advice show all right uh do you mind if i take the first one
1: uh yeah go for it
0: excellent well let me uh not a yawn let me you know that was not a yawn okay oh, disappointing i know i know i know i know dear jazzy recently i've started to come out as non-binary to a few friends and since uh since then moved uh farther towards feminine than i initially said do you have any advice for how to bring up the change with people i've already come out to uh as well as advice for how to tell family as i haven't attempted that yet uh lots of love from z so uh non-binary identity is something that i have incorporated into my life and my vibe for like the past year or so so i'm also kind of new to it and have gone through like a very similar excuse me excuse me sorry oh my god i'm so sorry uh gone through a similar experience um in terms of like my presentation and what pronouns and everything. And the thing that I always fall back on and the thing that I always have to remind myself is that identity is a journey and not a destination. And that is the best way that I found to describe it to people. Uh, Thankfully, I'm in a position in my life where most of the people around me are totally like, with the program and are super like affirming to everything they're like oh yeah cool new gender just drops, dope and everything um but i absolutely respect um just thinking of my own past respecting the struggle of like not being in that position um so i definitely think taking the route of like hey new gender just dropped Get hype for the new single. What's up? Um, <laughs> and talking about... Um, like, yeah. Just talking about, hey, this is a journey, not a destination. And this is my continuing evolution as I am understanding the human experience more and more every day. And it may mm-hmm. change in the future. It may stay the same. Who knows? You're just along for the ride. So I would just say enjoy the journey. Uh, talking stick, Fonny. Uh,
1: I think this one is much more uh, you know well covered from you just because I don't have a lot of experience in like exploring gender for myself I I was lucky enough that like I just kind of got to to keep the one that that I was handed as a child you know yeah and it worked out for me (laughs) you didn't need to
0: keep the receipt on that one
1: no (laughs) no I might go to Target eventually and see if I can swap it out, but um,
0: not in Canada. Boo. boo. That's okay. I,
1: I cross the I cross the border every now and then.
0: Ah, I um, gotcha.
1: But yeah, I, I don't think anyone can really expect you to know for sure how how to feel about something until you've had some time to walk around with it. You know. Hmm. Like for you to say, oh, but it's it's a little bit different from how I thought it was going to be. That's totally fair. And. Yeah, no, I. If someone in my life was like, hey, actually, I know I told you this one thing, but actually it's this other thing, I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah, Uh, my my codex has been updated.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, You got some errata on on yourself (laughs) as a person. Yeah. Honestly, it's something we're celebrating. It's exciting. It's something new. It's like, remember in the mid-2000s when people would have coming out parties before gay mm-hmm. marriage was legalized and being any shade of queer was, like, a big thing? Be excited. Yeah. Like, celebrate. Like, get some friends in a Discord call. Have a little party. hmm Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm
1: thankful for everyone who, like, lets me know how they feel and who they are like thank you
0: exactly yeah uh i feel very confident in our answers for that question shall we do the next one yeah excellent yeah
1: and this one's a bit longer is it all right if i take it okay sure this is from our dearest silky who writes dear super snazzy jazzy and most fashionable Fawny. pardon me sorry i'm still a little phlegmy from the just the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I'm also plenty. Okay, so I feel that. Yeah. Question starts out. Uh, I want to come out as gay. I don't know how. It will probably get me kicked out of my home and will greatly disrupt my life. But it's been my experience that keeping truth hidden is a m- miserable experience. And I'm f- tired of using up my short life being who the people around me want me to be. I'm scared, but determined. And I come seeking counsel. I can give more context, but don't want to be annoyingly verbose here. My question really boils down to, if you have family that would consider bringing up talking about or just living openly as anything but straight and cis, to be basically corrupting to my younger siblings, and being a dangerous influence, is it best to keep quiet and wait till I move away, as to not upset the family balance? Is coming out worth it, or is it better to keep it a secret and still try and pursue a relationship with someone? Or maybe I should wait, I just know that if I wait until all the stars align for it to be an easy thing to do, I'll be waiting for my whole life. And I know for sure that I want them to find out because I brought it to the table and told them not because some acquaintance finds me out or something. If I start seeing someone. From Silky. Uh, P.S. Thank you both for all that you do and your kindness to me and everyone in the server. I wish I could hug every one of you.
0: Awesome. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm the one that always starts questions. So do you want the talking stick first?
1: Uh, Sure. Yeah. I firmly grasp it. Firmly grasp Uh, it. Yeah, this is from Silky, and Silky has been super wholesome and very kind uh, the entire time that I've known of them and, like, been able to chat with them.
0: We love Silky Um, here.
1: Yeah, Silky's lovely. But, yeah, this one's a difficult one, because, like, I know a couple of things about your dynamic with your family now that we've spent more time in the server together. And in your situation, yes, it would add a lot of tension So much tension um, to the point that, yeah, like home life might become unbearable, like unlivable if you do come out. Because it doesn't sound like the people that you live with would change their opinion because their lovely son is gay. Um, It sounds like you're almost ready to move out, though. So I'm wondering... Is it selfish of me to to recommend waiting? I would just say until you move out.
0: I definitely wouldn't yeah. say that that's selfish. Mm-hmm. I think it's because I'm very much play. like a
1: live your life, uh, sort of like a let everyone know who you are sort of person. But in this situation, it's kind of like, but don't let your mom know yet.
0: You know, sometimes self preservation is living your best life. That's true. That's very true Sometimes survival can be the best possible life temporarily Until you like can escape and everything Mm -hmm. Yeah, But I also wrested the talking stick from you So I want to give it back
1: Oh yeah um... Sorry also we might need to pause here As my cat decides whether it wants in or out
0: (gasps) Kitty I heard a nya come through the mic i'm very yeah. very happy
1: <laughs> yeah so we can we can cut this if you want
0: oh i'm leaving because he's
1: taking a minute oh okay
0: okay bye <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah no he wants out um he just likes to complain sometimes sure
0: absolutely as cats do
1: mm-hmm. but yeah the the part about corrupting your siblings and being a dangerous influence is definitely untrue. Yeah. Super untrue.
0: The 1950s called. they want their stereotype back.
1: Right? My God, yeah. Like, talk about a satanic panic, am I right?
0: Seriously. Like, there are some people who will listen to reason. Mm-hmm. And then there's these people. Yeah. There are definitely some people that are worth talking to. In my opinion, and then there's some other people that I personally for my own self preservation self respect, I would personally not do the work on them. I would leave that for someone else who feels qualified to try to change people that's yes. the, but that's not my bag like I know my limits, and I would if I were in your position, I would not feel like no. I'm more interested in keeping myself alive and happy than trying mm-hmm. to justify my existence to you mm-hmm. parent, Like that sort of thing. Yeah. I definitely and f- not
1: having that parent just have the worst opinion of you every single time that you come home.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's really, really hard to hear coming from a parent, especially, um, it's 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 actually really brutal having to hear that from someone whom you thought cared so much about you Mm -hmm. and and does in their own way but also not in the right way yeah yeah and i know that um because of our schedules this question is a little bit old uh in terms of when it was submitted and things have changed a little bit but uh, it is our sincere hope that it does uh, still resonate and is still relevant uh, for you and for your situation. And we're happy that you are still here hanging out in the server and sharing the world with us and filling it with your talent and your light and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. And I have no doubts that this will, you know, resonate with someone else as well.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: this is a more common occurrence than we would hope.
0: Absolutely. Keep fighting the good fight, Silky. You're a good kid and we mm-hmm. love you very, very much. hmm Indeed. Uh, next one is a short one. Uh, this is from Lux, uh, who writes, Dear Jazzy and company, Why do you think it is people think Vore... Wait, did we do this one? The Vore question?
1: uh oh i think we've done one that's similar let me just double check
0: i think we did like a couple episodes ago
1: mm-hmm. this one might have been uh, slightly reworded okay oh my god what am i looking for <laughs> oh no
0: <laughs> i think so I'm just going to give a super quick answer to Chassie. Uh, why do people think that Vore with consent is super extreme? From A Curious Lex, pronounce she, her. Uh, people think it's extreme because generally... Generally speaking, Vore involves not only, like, taking someone into yourself. It sometimes involves death uh, of the character and everything. And that's why people think that it's extreme. Which valid Ah,
1: got it got it got it got it yeah it is this is a updated slightly differently worded version of a previous question by the same person
0: i see okay Mm -hmm. um let's do let's do this one i'm actively moving it in real time uh okay dear dj friends how do i flirt with pretty girls from Co, the smitten kitten Fonny, you and I are both pretty girls, in my yes, opinion. it's true. It's true. Yes, we are. How how would one flirt with us? Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Well, we're also <laughs> we're also children, so. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. But it's kind of a trope. It's and it's a trope for a reason. That if you give a girl a cute girl chicken nuggets, she will enjoy you. It's so. true. Yeah.
0: Any cute girl with taste. If someone goes, it's true. If a cute girl goes, uh, at your offering of chicken nuggets, she's not the one.
1: Not worth your time.
0: Not worth your Mm -mm. time. Look, the people worth dating are the ones who have a secret hidden goblin mode deep down inside of them it's so true it's so true like you know the tiktok that's like how girls make friends out in the wild and it's just like a bunch of girls in like bathroom stalls all talking to each other oh my god what's Mm -hmm. your name zoe with a y no with an e oh my god i love that for you wait what's your sign oh i'm an aries shut up i'm an aquarius oh i love that for you i'm scorpio oh my god bitch i love that and it's just like that is the energy and just like all the tiktoks of like girls laughing from boys (laughs) girls laughing with themselves (laughs) that is the type of goblin that you want to be and that's the type of person who will go (laughs) chicken (laughs) it's so true those are the ones that you
1: should be dating (laughs) chicken nuggets that's how you get your way into a girl's heart it's chicken nuggets
0: it's the goblin mode detector if someone gets hype about chicken nuggets they're the one they are one that's how you flirt with pretty girls
1: (laughs) also complimenting something that she has control over totally that's that's a pro tip like her hair color if if you can tell that she's dyed it like, if it's purple, yes, obviously she's dyed it. Compliment mm-hmm.
0: it. Makeup's compliment up. her on
1: her boots. She picked them
0: out. The boots. Specifically. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Specifically. Because boots are mm-hmm. such a statement.
1: Yep. Not uh, her
0: boobs, her boots. boots. Y- you wait till later to compliment her boobs. Truly. Accessories yep. and jewelry. Big ups. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. When people compliment me on my gauges or my piercings i Mm. i appreciate that a lot
1: oh yeah yeah oh yeah whenever someone points out like yeah my jewelry or um my tattoos on my leg yep they're automatically my best friend and i possibly want to sleep with them yes
0: yes oh my god can i do a quick aside before our next segment Uh uh-huh so i'm getting a tattoo soon what are you getting i know this is my first tattoo i will (gasps) tell i know i know i know i know i know
1: i forgot your little tattoo virgin
0: i am because i'm a baby (laughs) i will tell you what i'm getting in dms just for like privacy sake uh but if you've seen me at Capcom, you can probably see what i get but i'm getting it Mm -hmm. on my lower left leg which the the lower legs is kind of like the testing ground for a lot of people yes funny is it going to be speckles? It's not going to be speckles, but now that you say okay, it, okay. I actually really do want speckles and amber. Those would yeah. be, oh my God, the artist that I go to also does my piercings. If I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, these are my custom pool toys. She is a goblin, like we were just talking about, full circle. She will love that. Mm-hmm. She was the person If you who- get
1: them, If you get them on your forearms facing each other, you could make them kiss. No kiss.
0: I love that. The lovers. The lovers tarot yeah. card, but it's it speckles and amber. Oh. I love it. Okay. This is the okay, same. No. Oh, I'm sorry. You talk. You talk. You tell me. This is the same artist whom I brought Mr. Fox to my appointment with, and she was like super gentle and wholesome, and it was a great experience. Oh. Yeah, she was great.
1: I love that.
0: Yeah. So I will and tell. And I'm you... going
1: back in the. Oh, ah, yes.
0: Uh, So I'll I'll tell you what I'm going to be getting
1: Your turn Okay I'm getting another tattoo in a couple weeks uh, Just on my collarbone here Kind of like under the the dip of the collarbone It's going to be a little star Oh I love that Cute Little star So I'm getting my other tattoo finished off finally It's only been like three years Only Yeah and while I'm in the chair I might as well get another
0: one Sure I mean while they have the gun going Might as well
1: Mm Mm-hmm
0: Mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Uh, but going into the next segment uh this is something we haven't done in a little bit we haven't done an interview on the show in a hot second <gasps> that's right. it's true uh so before we started recording this episode uh which is part of the reason why this episode is not live sorry <laughs> we have to conserve our spoons um but before we started recording this episode we did a interview with none other than zakiru Or if you're old like us, you may know him as Mid-America Little from YouTube. So uh, I'm going to be a professional audio engineer and drop it right now. All right. Please welcome to the show none other than Zachy Rue. Big round of applause. Yay. How are
2: you doing? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: how are y'all doing? Doing well. Doing really well. We chatted a little bit before the show started. Fonny, you did not have a chance to though, so why don't why don't you talk about how you're doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing pretty good, recovering from wisdom tooth surgery and not too much else has changed. I'm moving this summer, so I'm gonna be quite preoccupied because there's a lot of work to do in the new house. So It's very exciting, though. That is very Very exciting.
0: exciting. Mm -hmm. Fonny, you and I, we've been like juggling like, all right, who's recovering from surgery this time? Right? Yeah, like it was me for a long time and then you just had one and then I'm about to in a week. (laughs) So it's just... (laughs) yep. (laughs) All right. So with all that aside, um, Zach, for those who don't know you, which I don't understand how anyone couldn't because you're awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself in relation to our scene in our community?
2: Sure. So, um, my name is Zach, but you probably know me better as Zacharoo or for many of my OGs, uh, mid America little for the early days. Um, I've been, uh, I use very strong. I'm using them right now. Air quotes, a uh, public figure in the community for the last 10 years, um it's uh kind of been my mission if you will um to spread love and encouragement to all the little's bigs and middles of our community to know that hey that you are awesome that you are loved as you are and um and uh, that's kind of been what I've been doing for the last 10 years and um I've loved every minute of it I'm you know incredibly grateful and thankful for the platform that I have and, you know, the good handful of people who follow me um, and everyone who supported me over the years and, um, you know, a a recent development, uh, you know, kind of, I guess, steering towards the topic that we're going for today uh, is that I decided to, you know what, what is more, you know, more, more of a fun thing to do than to make a trading card game that is focused around of all things diapers and littles and so that's kind of been my my project for the last uh two years is to make a uh, a hybrid uh trading card game that you know that, it, that is very little centric and little involved and um that's a, that's a bit about who i am and what i'm currently up to
0: <laughs> awesome thank you so much and like I really feel like you totally hit the nail on the head because your channel has always been like so like unbelievably sugary sweet and positive and like really, really cool. And it's been like kind of like the shiny example of like, oh yes, content creators in our scene.
2: I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Um, I did want to uh, and I'm really happy that you started uh talking about your game because that's a little perfect segue. Um Could you tell us about your history and time playing trading card games, like, in a more, like, encompassing sense, like, a lot about your childhood memories of, like, schoolyard duels and all that stuff at recess? Uh, I really want to know about that journey for you.
2: He said the duels. Oh, my gosh. The duels. (laughs) I
1: am am extra excited for this. Uh, I've been working in, like, board games and tabletop gaming. And that includes trading card games for like the past five years. Yes. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, um, honestly, the very first time I, tr- I, I touched a trading card uh, of any kind was a Pokemon card back when Pokemon Fever was in its prime in the 90s. Um, if, if, forgive me if I'm gauging this wrong, but I, I have two fellow 90s babies uh, virtually sitting across from me.
0: That is true.
1: Yep. (laughs) Yep. Gosh,
2: love it. Ten out of ten. So, um, my nana bought me my very first Pokemon structure deck, which uh, it was a Team Rocket structure deck. That the cover card was uh, a holographic uh, Dark Arbok. I remember that deck.
0: I remember that. Yes. Yeah.
2: And as soon as I picked it up, like I had no idea what the cards did. I was like, "Ooh, shiny! They're pretty." And as a kid, you know, my nan would buy me Pokemon cards, my mom would buy me Pokemon cards, and I didn't know what they did. I didn't care how many energy cards I did. My, my thing was, every time I would go over to my nanas' house, I would put all the cards in, like, color order. You know, green, red, brown, blue, yellow, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and just look at them like, oh my gosh, look at all these things, you know? Um, And then, you know... Um, uh, and then uh, in the early two thousands, when Yu-Gi-Oh came around, that's when I finally started like understanding the mechanic of trading card games. And you know, you talk about schoolyard duels, man. Like me and my friends, we were the biggest nerds around. You know, it was my mission, you know, to collect, you know, to have all three Blue Eyes White Dragons. And then when the God cards came out, I had to have all three God cards. And like, like me and my friends, we 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 had some serious games and. And, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we, we played Yu-Gi-Oh and then, um, you know, we, I, I I tried to go pro, I tried to, I tried to play Yu-Gi-Oh Pro with the locals and, Uh, that did not work out because that was like a whole different like type of breed of people that it takes to play like super competitively and Mm -hmm. and and, you know about that time is when like Yu-Gi-Oh lost their mind it was like okay cool you can special summon as many times as you want to in one turn by just dropping two cards on the field and then boom versus you know games that were like okay cool like back in the day with like the even up until like 2008, you would have games that would last maybe 20 minutes, and mm-hmm. those were awesome. Those were legendary, you know. Um, and just like whenever whoever won that game, I mean, that was just MVP. And then Yu Gi Oh is like, all right, cool, we're gonna do that for two, you know, for for two minutes. Like first minute, it's like shuffling. Hey, how you doing? And like the next 30 seconds, all right, cool, draw. And like, oh, I win, and then you scoop. And to me, that was a major turnoff. And so that's about when Pokemon came back in my life. And, you know, I have a strong weakness for Pokemon cards and it kills me at the current climate still, even to this day, you cannot find Pokemon cards anywhere. And that's what I noticed in, um, you know, around early 2020. I'm I'm going to avoid naming the Voldemort virus, if you will, because I don't want to bring that bad juju here mm-hmm. um b- mm-hmm. but i noticed that and so you know i had kind of played with the idea of like you know what if i make my own trading card game like because you know i'm i miss collecting cards like i haven't i i, I just recently went to walmart mm-hmm. for the day and like the pokemon card section has always been cleaned out and i i was actually lucky enough to find a arceus v box which super awesome score um but I wanted to give something f- to the community that was kind of unique. and so taking my knowledge of trading card games um and it's kind of a, a random thing too. I saw it at Walmart too. Um, for those of you who watch chaotic, I think chaotic is coming back finally because Wait, they had they had a deck box, a chaotic de- branded deck box. Um, and I follow the, the creator of Ka- 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 Brian Gannon on Twitter and he's been hinting the last couple of years like yeah it's, it's, it's a thing it's, it's coming back we
0: huh. we
2: have the next set uh, so it, it may be coming back soon so I'm kind of thinking of that but anyways that's just a random sidebar sorry
0: that um, is actually amazing I'm like I just like frantically start googling so if you heard mechanical keyboard typing that's what that was <laughs> Sorry, I got I got totally excited there. <laughs> Please no, continue. no, I'm excited too
2: because like I I I always wanted to get into that game and the show was amazing. I I downloaded the show years ago, so I watch it like whenever. Um, anyways, um, so around like say March 2020, um, this idea of creating an AB doll centric card game came to mind and I started writing down rules and mechanic and I, I would borrow little sprinkles here from Yu-Gi-Oh, little sprinkles here from Pokemon and you know I activate polymerization and fuse the two together and thus created padding power. And um so like the, the like like um I wanted everyone to have a trading card game that was, you know, very familiar because padding power has very familiar mechanics is very similar to Pokemon. It has very familiar mechanics. It's very familiar with Yu-Gi-Oh! So if you've played either one of those games, Padding Power is so simple and easy to pick up. And so taking my experiences as a kid, you know, playing Padding Power, or, no, I wish. <laughs> a little 14-year-old's not playing Padding Power. That's an insane <laughs> thought. But, you know, play, playing Yu-Gi-Oh! and playing Pokemon, um, and trying to, uh, like, just meld those things together to where you have something that one is cute and fun, like Pokemon, but has a competitive aspect of both Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh! and you kind of jumble those things together and you incorporate things in the community, you know, like, um, so we'll another sidebar here. So I don't particularly like calling diapers diapers. I prefer to call them poof poofs. So if I say poof poof I I mean diapers, that. I notice
0: that on your Twitter. Um, <laughs> super cute.
2: So uh, I wanted to incorporate poof poofs into the game and also like mechanics of like being a little like you're grumpy. You know, you're sleepy. And of course, you know, you're stinky and like all these things. Um, and like um, and like just taking all the um uh, uh, you know, uh, without using the term "battle" or "fight," but more like have the actions of like, oh, this card's this card's action is called "sneaky tickle," so it removes X from your card, and um, so the game by no means is violent. You don't have to worry about you know, little's beating the, beating the, the mess out of each other. You know, it's just more of like you know, they they all have just these super duper uh, adorable oozing you know um, moves. Like just picture the panda from Turning Red going, oh. You know,
0: yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the theming is totally on point. Like it is absolutely mm-hmm. like will definitely n- will not knock you out of little space as something like maybe Magic: The Gathering will. Yeah, and that was
2: one thing I was worried about. because I'm like, this game kind of does make you think a little bit, but at the same time, like I didn't want people to like be taken out of little space because you know um, it's it's hard for us to get into little space. And um, and one person had actually asked me a question in the Padding Power Discord server, and that was, do I have to play? I really just like collecting. I'm like, of course you can collect. You don't have to play. You know, I, I instantly thought of Little Zach back then, of like all the Pokemon cards splayed out on, on the middle of my Nana's fl- living room floor. Collect all you want to. It, it, this is a trading card game. It's a collectible thing. If it makes you happy do so, do so. You know, this is readily available for you just go and buy and collect you know so and then they, and i have a bunch of people who don't play and i have a bunch of people who do play and you know one of them they have they have bought every single set and have just binders and binders for they have like places of all the cards which you know is steadily getting up there because uh it takes it takes a long time for just one person to create all the cards so right
0: yeah which um you really doubled down on the collectible piece because in your latest release, Mystical Alliance, I believe? hmm Yes. I'm a good host. I did my research. <laughs> um, you introduced uh, foil cards, which is yes. super-duper cool. There are so many, like, okay, ev- everyone talks about making their own TCG. Very few do, and even fewer get to the point where they start introducing foil into their rarity chart and I just want to say I was really really impressed when I was I was just when I saw that you were offering uh foiled out packs of Mystic Alliance I instantly thought to myself like this is a very serious project and I I was super duper happy to see that
2: yeah uh, the foil thing was actually a recent development from last year the manufacturer that I use, um, they had teased it. I'm thinking, God, please, yes, 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 because like I, I already had plans to introduce like rainbow rare rarities and, um, and just really cool like full art cards. I mean, in, in the original set, Little's Invasion, there were full art cards, but having a full art but it not being foil just didn't look right, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, having that and, um, the um, the ability to have holographic cards has, has been really, really fun because, it, like you said, it adds a whole new dimension to the game uh, and a collectibility especially from a collectability standpoint. Um, and, you know, um, I'm actually working on the next expansion, which will be coming out in October. And uh, this one, I'm going all out like every single card in the set is going to be
0: holographic. So great. That's awesome. Uh, It'll be a uh, two-year anniversary set. That's super duper exciting. Um, kind of circling back to and Fani, I also do not want to dominate the conversation, so by mm-hmm. all means, please feel free to interrupt me whenever you want. <laughs> um.
1: Oh, I think we've got a couple of uh, mm-hmm. questions about the game for later.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Um. But coming uh, back to mechanics a little bit. Um, and then I do have some more questions about like the art and a bunch of other stuff, but kind of going back to mechanics for a hot second, uh, definitely, I feel, I definitely feel the influence with Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, especially with like the 40 card deck limit, three cards, three copies of one card per deck, plus like effectively the bench more or less from Pokemon. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. I can see I can see where this is drawing from. What do you think the biggest like mechanical influence was? And thankfully the listeners of the show are all very, very nerdy. And I'm so, so blessed that our community is just like really echoes how like into stuff that we are as hosts and everything. So feel free to just like go off if you want.
2: OK, so honestly, the biggest influence like for me, so like little Zack's biggest thing is I will so quickly go into a little space. If you uh, put on Pokemon. Chalky Milk, Goldfish, I'm there, dude, I am there. And um, and so like when when I thought about this game, like I, I did so primarily primarily in little space And so I I drew a lot off of the mechanics of Pokemon TCG um, because I felt like that if people pick up... Because in comparison between the two games of Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon is so much more simplistic, and it's easier to pick up versus Yu-Gi-Oh! You know, you have to understand, you know, card rulings. You have to understand spell speed. You have to understand uh, quick effects and, like, the priority and uh, just... All these different things that I'm blown away that uh, I was able to keep up with, and like playing Pokemon now, she's like, ah, oh, yes, bliss, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Pokemon was definitely a huge, a huge influence in the game because you know, like you, like for example, you do have the playroom, which is very comparable to the bench in Pokemon TCG. The only, the the biggest like like difference is. You know, between really the three games, is that you know with Yu Gi Oh you can have, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. This may be completely wrong now because like the last time I actually played was like 2000. But um, you know, you can only have one card in play. And Pokemon is very similar. You know, you and um, Pokemon you can only have one equipped card per Pokemon. And little and uh, padding power you can maybe have up to three because little ones have. The little one cards, which is like the main driving force of the game, they have what's called a toy card capability. Some of them can have three toys, some of them can have two, some can have one, some of them can't have any. You know, Uh, it just depends on, you know, the power of the card and like, honestly, how saucy I'm feeling when I'm designing the cards. Um, (laughs) So, um, and then you know, uh, like with Pokemon, you have a six-card price system. Well, in Padding Power, you have a reverse card uh, price system. Where uh, on the side, uh, on the play mat, I designed a uh, a meter which you know goes from red to you know red, to, from green <laughs> to yellow to red, and um, and so for each card you put it there, you know it's like okay, this is a warning. You know, you're you're you're, al- you're almost there. Like. You know, not to be gross here, but it's kind of like poof poofs. You know, like okay, I've I've done X. This is it's probably good for another X hours, or whatever. Um, and like once you get to that point of like okay, I'm in danger of leaking, I should probably change. You know, the 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 padding power meter zone is kind of like that where it's like okay, cool. Once you have five, that's game over. You know, mm-hmm. um, and so it's a reverse price system, and those cards you can't typically get back. You know. Um, and so that to me was like what I want to incorporate most because like I was like, because originally I was like, what if it was a wetness indicator? But I was like, no, let's make it a meter, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, w- w- with the game, I mean, I, I want to incorporate different things like with Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, uh, most people play with 40 card decks. I actually recently updated the rules recently where you can play a minimum of 40, but you can have as many cards in your deck as you want to. Um in the in the rule in the rule book that i made i had suggested like a maximum of the 60 but honestly pop off i have a hundred card deck you go nuts mm-hmm. um and um i i have unfortunately had to borrow one more thing from Yu Gi Oh, which was a forbidden and banned card list because apparently a, lo- a lot of the cards i made in the beginning were very spicy and um and even some cards from Mystic Alliance got hit, and I was I was kind of sad because I was like, oh, I made I broke the game too soon.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, it's always the first few sets. I always have the most broken cards in like every single game.
2: Yes, for sure. And then and like one of them, one of them from Lil's Invasion, like major card, practically immortal for for the cost of discarding two cards. And I was like, this isn't going to work because you know because. <laughs> <it, laughs> Games will go on forever.
0: (laughs) Yeah. When I saw that there is a not only abandoned limited list, but an errata list on the website that further drove it home. Like this is not a throwaway project. This is someone who really does deeply care and listen to community feedback. And as someone who's like, who's also really into trading card games, but also really into the indie game scene when a developer listens and cares that much, it bodes so well for the project.
2: Yeah. The, the errata list, uh, was a, um, uh, a, uh, I'll be honest with you guys. It was a boo-boo cover up because, um, when I had re- released the, uh, cause when, when me and crinkles teamed up to bring the adventure force cards,
0: which congratulations,
2: um, by the way, Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. That was a, that was a fun little set. Um, um, uh, I accidentally uploaded the beta cards to the vendor website and didn't realize that until I was playing a game against one of my friends, Mikey, and two of the cards uh, did the same thing. I'm like, wait a minute. And I was like, read the card for me again. He's like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, no. So, <laughs> so no
0: print errors. Super rare. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so there there are there are some print errors out there, um, and so that's why I had to make the errata list and you know reprint those cards in um, um, Mystic Alliance. That way, I could I could kind of correct that. Um, so you know, uh, I've 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 gotten feedback from a lot of people, you know, involving cards and um, and um, you know, I definitely want people to know like, hey, um, if I do make a mistake, please tell me because it uh, you know not not to you know pump hot air in my head but i i am a one-man show and i'm doing the best i
0: can mm-hmm. and you're doing fantastic uh say well thank you mm-hmm. um when it comes to uh the art um i definitely wanted yeah, that's to that's
1: what i was going to ask about
0: i'm going to let fanny take the the talking oh. stick which <laughs> funny do you need any yeah. links to anything
1: Oh, gosh, no. I um, have been able to find it pretty easily on Twitter. Like, Excellent. You are very nicely searchable, and uh, you've got everything really well laid out. So you I'm have great you SEO. That. Oh,
0: thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Search engine optimization. fa Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, okay, so I've been noticing that you've got a great variety of art. You've got like little humans and you've got little baby furs and things like that. And I just kinda like am wondering like about your big art inspirations, like what are the things that you usually ask your artists for?
2: Um so I I want really equal representation of the community in the trading card game. Um the one of the biggest reasons why I wanted the first structure decks to include baby fur characters is because um, you know, uh, and this was, this was like a crazy thing. Cause had crinkles, not stepped in, padding power would more than likely be dead. Um,
1: right. Yeah.
2: And, um, you know, I wanted that representation. And so, uh, I wanted people, I want everyone to feel included in this game. Like I want everyone, you know, no matter how you feel or identify, or just like what section because the community itself is a big umbrella that has many sub umbrellas underneath it um and um so yeah like uh my inspiration comes from the community um I want people to feel welcome and I want people to feel like that they're included because I, I know how that feels not to, not to be included and so um it's a yucky feeling and so i just want people like when they pick up this game like oh you know this is this is you know like this is cool this is cute i love this this is how I, you know like i want people to to resonate a feeling with with a the card they see you know like uh, back in the day i always loved love looking at certain pokemon cards and like feeling like the attachment i had to that pokemon like how derpy side duck was like like i just want to cuddle him you know and yeah. i want people i want people to feel the same way about about uh, you know, people's cards and and a lot of my uh, Patreon supporters, um, you know, they actually have their own card of the game. And, um, and so like they they say, hey, Zach, I want to do that. Like my friend Mikey, I love Mikey. Um, he wanted a dragon um, that had, you know, different color ring, uh, wings. He was like, hey, if you can maybe draw some inspiration from Dragon Tales, super cute show, love it. Um, and, you know, kind of pull that into that make that i'm like okay cool i love this and i have like a little legal pad i have like stacks and stacks of legal pads where all the cards are born and i'm like what do you want to do tell me like like what do you think and he's like oh dice i'm like all right cool dice let's do some dice cards you know um and then like um my artists so um for mystic alliance i had a really good friend of mine um uh, named stormy who i really really miss a ton um she did all of the art for Mystic Alliance, minus some cards that I designed myself. And uh, I was like, hey, you know, m- I pretty much give my artist creative freedom. Like, I tell them what I, what I want, and and typically they deliver. I'm just like, that's exactly what I wanted. I love you. You know, thank you for this. Um, and so, and I, I give them kind of like parameters and, and pretty much uh, like, Stormy was really good about, uh, being, um, just kind of all over the place. And I love that because, you know, oh, excuse me, uh, you know, uh, I don't want like all the cards to be like, you know, you know, littles of, of X, you know, uh, what's the looking for here? Like, uh, just X design. Like, I don't want it to be like copy and paste, you know, like where they're all, where they, where they yeah. all kind of look the same. I'm like, go nuts with them, make them fun, make them cute um, make them derpy, whatever you want to do. Um, and she did that. And then my current artist, D B, he just, he, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I just had this ability to convey of just, I'm like, just, I mean, for a lack of a better term, just throw up a little space of a card, you know? And, and so, yeah, I'm rambling incoherently here because like I'm, I, I'm honestly tickled that, that all that exists you know because I, l- I look at the cards sometimes on a binder i'm like this exists i love it you know and hopefully other people do too
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. like i've just been uh very very uh, enthralled with like all the art that i've seen on the cards so far it's it's wonderful and you've got such a variety of artists that you've kind of future-proofed it for yourself as well it seems where you haven't just stuck to one style
2: yeah yeah that's what it is a little bit all
1: over the place but you know you can have other artists in the future which is fantastic
2: yeah i i I love the different flavors of like art there are a handful of cards i've actually drawn myself and Mm -hmm. um i i I, you know those will be very 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 rare occurrences because i my, my crayon art i don't feel sufficient but still you know i love different styles of art
1: yeah um was there one that I saw on the errata list that was uh, drawn by you?
2: Uh, let me pull up the website here. Let's see here. I'm oh,
1: sorry to be a little clunky with this. And
2: No, no, no worries. I had the website <laughs> up in case it? you guys wanted to see it. Uh, no. Uh, uh, well, yes and no. So, like, the, the satellite and the rocket, um, I put together using you know royalty free images or that i purchased you know for the card game a lot of those Mm -hmm. cards that are on there were actually patreon members who were part of the first set littles invasion like little retro rocker uh padding hero Mask kaiser or crafty kai um
0: so yeah
1: okay oh it's so cute these are just so cute
0: they are like really 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 precious
1: yeah, and what was I seeing about uh, Poof Poof Princess something or other? What's that? Oh,
2: so we have a new structure deck that's coming out. I actually just finished it not too long ago. It's called Rise of the Poof Poof Princess. That's um, the one. Ooh, tell and, me more. Uh, and that one is going to be coming out in July. Uh, I'm actually going to be releasing it for pre order for my Patreons uh, at the end of this month. Uh, that way they can pre order it and have it in hand by the release date. Uh, and that structure deck is based based upon um, one of my really good friends Vanessa um she's been a a really huge supporter of the game and uh she she was my muse you know she she gave me these ideas I'm like, this is spicy I like this and so it's like a uh, a medieval you know theme deck where you have knights and castles and princesses and you have uh these poof poof cards that, you know, remove, you know, uh, certain, you know, improve, you know, the, uh, power of the card to remove, you know, mechanics that hinder cards. And, um, it introduces several, several new cards into the game, which I think right now we're getting close to like 200 cards in the game. Um, and, um, it's just really centric around the main character, which is Poof Poof Princess Vanessa. And, um, and I had actually sent Vanessa the structure deck early for her birthday a couple of weeks ago, Aww. so she got that on her birthday, so I was like, okay, cool, you got it. I don't even have it yet, so um, anyways, uh, so th- it's based around her card, and essentially the main mechanic of the game is, okay, cool, you have a, uh, you know, your main, uh, quote-unquote, attacker, if you will, uh, your main action card, which is which would be her card, and if her card gets afflicted by a play condition like Sleepy, Grumpy, or Stinky, she has cards in the deck that not only remove it, but also power her up and speed up your deck. That way you can you know uh, achieve a quicker game, um, and, and that's kind of like the main mechanic. Of course, there are other cards in the game that support her, like there's Poof Poof Princess. Or not poof, poof but uh, Caitlyn poof poof, uh, you know, you of the poof poof king, and pretty much everything has poof poof in its name. And there's even a card after her cat called Snooze Snooze Poof Poof Delivery.
1: Oh, um, uh, <laughs> amazing! <laughs> so uh,
2: it's 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 and there and I also have another another version of myself, in then that deck where I'm like a little knight. It's like a little defending card that protects her in case she were to be you know knocked out, if you will. Um, and uh, that's uh, like that's coming out. Uh, at the end of this month, and uh, that'll be the fourth structure deck that I released. Um, so I'm excited for that. I actually am getting my copy in the mail pretty soon, so I'm, I needed to open up um, that on, on camera, and along with the, the most current structure deck, which is uh, called Stuffy Madness, which was something that my friend Stormy designed, which was, which was her structure deck that I designed for her. And that one's all about mm. giving your opponent stuffed animals. And it's kind of like a a troll mill deck, um, where you make your opponent mill, or they get frozen up because they can't do anything, and and you just stall out. And it's it's honestly a crazy cheeky deck, and
0: I've played it a handful of times, and everyone hates it, so that's good.
2: <laughs> as a blue mage,
0: <laughs> as a lifelong blue player in Magic: The Gathering, that tickles me pink i love it i love it It sounds so janky i love it it's for me very technical yeah very technical will lose all your friends i love it yeah
2: uh yeah not as bad as monopoly but it's almost there oh my god
1: oh I, i played this one game yesterday there's nothing worse than playing an 18xx game. That's not an adult game for for those who might be wondering. 18xx? No, it's trains. Mm-hmm. It's a train game. And it's clunky, and it, it it took us seven hours to get through.
0: Tell me it wasn't Ticket to Ride.
1: No, no. Oh, so 18xx goodness. is an entire genre of games mm-hmm. made by people who just really like trains from the 1800s. Sure. And, you know, there's like some other time periods as well in there. But y- you get to play through the, the years, um, upgrading your trains and things. But there's also a stock market.
0: I'm putting a link in our chat. There yep, we go.
1: that's the one. Yeah, yep. it looks like a mixture of Ticket to Ride and Catan and uh, the worst clunkiest game you could ever imagine. Just it, shoved it, all into one.
0: It looks like if you took... Settlers of Catan, Ticket to Ride, and Microsoft Excel, and you put them in a blender. That's the one. Yes,
1: Microsoft Excel. (laughs) (laughs) If you have ever enjoyed making spreadsheets with uh, Excel to the point that you could spend eight hours at a time just tinkering with spreadsheets, then perhaps 18xx games are for you.
0: Why, yes, I do play EVE Online. How did you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, it sounds like Padding Power is just... It's one of those games that you can get into and keep a little bit of your little space with you, mm-hmm. because it's it's so accessible and so cute.
2: And that was my and that goal. Is... I was like, I want people to feel super tiny when they play this game.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and you're gonna look adorable when you play too, because like when you when you say I'm gonna do this move, like you know, uh, like I, I keep saying sneaky tickle. That's like one of my favorite moves to make, or you know, or you know, poof poof blast, or you know. It's the the move names, like I said, are, are crazy adorable. So if you're not little, eventually in the beginning of the playing game, you will be like after saying a couple
0: of terms, where you're like, "I'm gonna do this move," you know. So you mm-hmm. develop the world's most complicated AR trap. I love that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's yes, unintentionally. That's
0: <laughs> yeah. I really do love that a whole lot. Um, but what I love even more is the dedication to community and specifically Mm -hmm. to the games community. Um, You've talked, uh, we've talked about um, ban list, errata, keeping the game healthy, releasing new content into the ecosystem. All of that is fantastic. The thing that sticks out to me as being one of the best things is one of your Patreon rewards um, is, and you've alluded to this uh, previously in our conversations, people can design uh, their own cards uh Mm -hmm. at the seven dollar patreon tier if i if i remember correctly yes yes i'm a good podcaster (laughs) (laughs) yeah um how has that been how's that been going in terms of like design and balance and like feedback
2: uh it's been going good um i um uh i will admit it's been kind of a struggle lately because like um uh Doing all I can by myself has been really challenging because, like, you know, I have to remember to promote myself. At the same time, I don't want to be overbearing, like, ugh, God, someone, you know, promoting themselves, you know? Like, I, I, I don't like doing that because, you know, I don't want people to get turned off or whatever, you know? Like, my, my yes, the the initial, the, the idea behind the game is, yes, to sell cards, but also, too, I, I want people to have fun and, and stuff like that. And I have to feel, like, just yucky whenever someone self-promotes, but... Um, You know, the the good handful of people I have that back me on Patreon, um, you know, they've all gotten their cards, and um, like my friend Bubby, um, he is a, uh, he's been a Patreon backer for a long time, and a really good friend, Um, and uh, I've um, designed two cards after him, and um, and, uh, uh, just seeing people's faces light up when they get their card uh, and, and Bubby about made me cry because he um, he he took the uh, the card I had sent him and um, he blew it up and put it in like a um, a picture frame and he, and he mailed that to Aww. me and he says hey uh, I want you to keep this one but I want you to sign this one and send it back and I'm sitting here like I'm gonna ugly cry you know
0: <laughs> oh that's so and, precious
2: and so um you know um the, those people i i have to really shout out my my patrons because like they have helped me a great deal you know um funding this game hasn't been cheap um because of like having to commission artists and having to pour in time and money into building the website and um and it's, it's it's honestly they they have been incredibly helpful and I'm very grateful for them because they've they've given me you know in the, the, this money and you know every dime I get from Padding Power has pretty much gone back into the game because you know I want people to have something new and fresh to play with you know I want people to feel like the game is is evolving and uh, they have given me really good ideas for mechanics. Um, the the new set that's coming out in October is going to be called Shining Stars, and it's going to be uh, incorporating a new mechanic that's going to uh, just make the game, you know, just so much more fun and challenging, and um, it's going to be introducing, because you know, currently you have little one cards, you have caregiver cards, but you don't have a middle card yet. And the middle card is going to be the new mechanic that's coming in Shining Stars. I love that. And and, um, and so that they have all given me like this feedback, and like they have been my guinea pigs, you know, who have uh, played long games with me. I've watched them play games, and um, just seeing them interact and playing with my creation, and um, you know, because of them, you know, word of mouth travels and you know this opportunity here you know i i I do think in the back of my mind like wow this is i hope this travels and you know maybe we can get you know x amount more players in the game um and uh that that itself i mean the patreon itself is just it's it's doing good and as best i can hope for and you know i i don't want to be greedy and ask for more but you know um i'm just i'll just say this i'm just incredibly grateful for my patrons and and you know they they themselves you know they they help make this game possible like this game wouldn't be where it's at without them
0: that's so true we um at dear jazzy and larger adam at adalds productions um the, the our patreon has quite literally been like not only life changing but life stabilizing and it, it you're you're so so right on the money when you say like Patreon is straight up the reason how creative projects continue to do the thing and that's super duper cool. I'm glad that you have like all that support. Mm-hmm. Um, it
1: sounds like it's really worth it to join that Patreon and get a card for yourself.
0: Oh for sure yeah. I was absolutely mm-hmm. <laughs> I was absolutely going to be doing that um, when I get Um, have when because I outside of the show I'm also a freelance audio engineer. So once that happens, I'm definitely going to be joining. But I'm even more sold knowing that the next set is called Shining Stars, and my name is Jasmine Starshine. And I'm like, oh my god, it's meant to be. It's a sign. I got so. It's a sign, a divine (laughs) sign. It's a sign. I was like, wait a minute, that's me. (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) i got so excited
0: so fast funny we both need to get in on this
1: oh yeah i've already got the patreon open i'm gonna be signing up as as soon as we're done here
0: (laughs) that's awesome i'm blushing you think i would (laughs) let that go by (laughs) i was gonna say you really are blushing it's it's actually really cute (laughs) oh my god um so uh talking about the patreon specifically um where can people find it how can people support the game? Where can we buy the game, and how can we like keep the ball rolling? So you can find the Patreon one or two ways.
2: Uh, let me make sure I'm telling you right, because uh, you know you, earlier you know the search engine optimization, you know <laughs> SEO. <laughs> this SEO. Yes, indeed. Uh, I I had a hard time uh, trying to figure out like uh, how to. Um, like, best brand the game to where it's readily easy to find. Um, and so, like, if you want to find Patreon, you could find the uh, Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash abdltcg. Um, or you can visit the website, which is uh, www.paddingpowertcg.com. And there is a link on the very first page that, that you can click that says Support Padding Power TCG on Patreon and uh, i have a handful of different tiers on there where if you wanted you know to gain certain perks you could do that uh, the most popular tier course is the the tier where uh $7 you get your own trading card and um and the next one up is kind of like a experimental like a tier where you know if you cuz obviously people want to play this game and the discord the, the primary uh uh, purpose: of the discourse for people to play virtually. But uh, it is my hope that one day, one day we can have a client where you can play Padding Power TCG virtually. So, if you want to support that, the next tier up is kind of like a fund, if you will. It's going towards paying for the ability to host that client and to have that client built. I mean, obviously, that's that's going to be a long way off in the future. You know. Um, uh, arceus willing that i can have this game rolling for uh, another uh, you know another handful of years but um, you can find all that there uh, all the information on the website uh, there are links on the website that takes you to the vendor page to where you can buy the latest uh, structure deck which is stuffy madness uh, i have play mats you can purchase uh, there are accessory packs where if you want to buy dice or play condition counters, you can also buy the uh, most recent expansion, which is Mystic Alliance. There is information on that on the website. Um, you can yeah, pretty much... There are different combinations of things you can buy. There are booster boxes, special edition boxes, which are the most popular because you get holographic cards, uh, and also the most bang for your buck with special edition boxes because uh, those uh, just... Honestly, when I designed those, I was like, okay, this one's going to be cool because, um, oh, si- complete side note. Uh, and, um, this is something crazy important. When you open up a pack of cards, you have that excitement, right? Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to get? What am I going to get? <laughs> the good smell. The good smell, right? That, 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 that paper and cardboard smell, you know, with the little tinny foil mixed in, mm-hmm. um, Ah, what a bouquet, you know. Um -hmm. um, my biggest my biggest disappointment when opening up Yu Gi Oh and Pokemon cards is like, uh oh, no rare. And that, you know, packs of cards, you know, typically are uh four, four ninety nine, three ninety nine a pack, you know, depending on what you buy. Um it is guaranteed in every special edition box that you are going to get either a full art or a rainbow rare.
1: No questions asked.
2: Um, And, um, like, you don't have to worry about getting to the end of the cards and just being sad and bummed out. Like, no, you're going to get something cool in the packs. And so, like, that's with the special edition. And, unfortunately, like, with the booster boxes, the way how the vendor has it set up, which I don't agree with because it doesn't make sense to me, but the booster boxes, unfortunately don't come with holographic cards. You still get the same cards. They're just not holographic. Mm -hmm. And so I had to create out of necessity, the special edition boxes. And yes, I've had people buy, I, I, my friend Bubby bought like three booster boxes. I was like, what? You know, dang, Um, Mm -hmm. I found the person with uh, the binder.
0: (laughs) Yes.
2: (laughs) Uh, there's two people, the binder. (laughs) So, um, and you know, and then like when the special edition came out and the holographics at printed, I'm like, okay, cool. I really want to give to people here. So like, you know, all the cards themselves, you know, all are, are holographic in the special edition. And so you you get um there are uh ten cards per pack, so you get eight shimmering rare cards, which are like kind of like reverse holographic foils and Pokemon. And then you are either gonna get a uh either, you know, the full art or rainbow rare at the end. And so that was really huge for me because I don't want people disappointed because like when you're in little space, you need know, you have that anticipation built up. And like when you see the card behind it, you don't want to be like, oh, it's a regular rare. Like, no, I want to like, oh my God, it's a rainbow rare. Get excited. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, go ham, you know, like the, like the kids, like the, that one video uh, from uh, AFV, toys! Blast toys! you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's how I want people to feel when they open up my packs, but yes. You can find all of that on uh, paddingpowertc.com. There's so many things. There are resources. There are rules if you want to uh, learn the rules. Um, there are events scheduled. We actually had our first tournament recently. I saw that. Yeah. And um, the I got schooled you know, by the Poof Poof Francis deck that I gave my friend Vanessa. She utterly... You know, you, you would think with me being the creator, you know, like I would have like this Pegasus vibe where I have like all access to all the cards and I stole your grandfather and put his soul in a card, you know, and all that fun jazz. Uh, I don't have that mystique at all. I just I I play and I win. I win. I lose and I lost. So. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's that's actually really, really cool. Um, when I saw the bracket go up, I was like, what's going to happen? Champion versus creator. Just like, um, John Finkel versus Richard Garfield, um, which is a, if you catch that reference, like, I'm very proud of you. Um, you meaning the listeners exactly every, everyone in the culture. That going, was the Yoo! plane going over my head. This- <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's a lot of really exciting stuff going on. Um, and I would love to continue like talking about this because on the, um, on our show we do a couple of like um like little sponsor breaks where we talk about like hey buy abu diapers or hey check out camp buddy i would love to put like please check out padding power as like a thing to like in the show going forward that i am i was jazzed before i am even more jazzed now this is really cool thank you so much for like not only like talking to us but also creating this like really really cool game
2: I appreciate it, and and I greatly appreciate the opportunity you here because like I, I was like I, I really need to start promoting this, and then you just happen to fall in my lap. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is
0: perfect. Hi, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, out of curiosity, do you have plans to go to Cap? And part B of that question is, will you be bringing any decks with you? You see sad face. Oh, yeah. I um. I
2: missed out on my opportunity to buy a ticket to cap. Um, I was in the, actually in the middle of a job transition, and um, uh, I didn't think that I would have vacation time. And then recently my boss was like, hey, um, you got six days of vacation, but I need you to use them by July 31st, otherwise you lose them because the, when the fiscal year starts over. And I'm like, I have
0: six days of
2: vacation.
0: You're telling me?
2: Mm-hmm. You know so unfortunately i won't I won't be able to go. I would have loved to have gone and brought cards um um uh not to throw shade or anything like that but uh i would i did uh my friend bubby um he actually uh was going to go to Teddycon and I had a sponsorship agreement deal with Teddycon where I sent them x amount of product uh, in exchange for promotion so they could auction off i I had sent them. Uh, Two structure decks, uh, a couple of booster packs, and a a playmat to auction off. And Bubby Bubby went ham and printed out uh, like a thousand flyers of Padding Power. He was like, hey, design like a little poster for Padding Power. And I was like, oh, something else he wants to hang up? So I made this promotional material and... And then he just slapped on the TeddyCon logo. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, this is happening. I'm like, no way. <laughs> so, um, I, 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 you know, anyways, uh, he's he's going to uh, MSC, uh, which is a, a master slave conference. He's giving those out there. So, awesome. you know, uh, but no, I, I wish I was going to Capcom. I, I I honestly am jonesing for um to be a part of my people once more. But I'll I'll i will patiently wait a good boy until next year just just please i'll be there next year cap, yeah, cap you Con, please i'm yeah. pleading with you please do cap Con in warmer months like this because it's because for us wimpy southern people who can't stand the cold going to chicago
0: in march is 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 not the greatest it's wonderful it. <laughs> it's great <laughs> Um, so fun fact, the people that run Capcom actually listen to the show and are on my Patreon. So, uh, so I know that y'all are listening and I just am telling you that maybe you should give Zach here a panel and you should bring them on to a conversion. Okay. So now that we have that out of the way... (laughs) It's like some subliminal messaging. I love it. <laughs> oh, there's nothing subliminal about it. There was no subtext. There was only text text.
1: <laughs> it was it was a little blown out, I, just, I gotta say. Yeah. It was a little... It um, was hard to understand. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, it's okay. Uh, people who run CavCon, you should totally give Zach a panel so you can attend and give more awesome programming to the convention. Wink, wink. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, there it is there it is um i i have this uh this the soundboard that i use uh for work it has a a bunch of like digital effects on it and i always keep the distortion like on speed dial so whenever i need to dial in something funny i can just turn on the funny mic like this and just like blast everything away because loud equals funny (laughs) back on topic though uh, that is all of the main questions that I had. Uh, Fonny, did you have anything in closing?
1: Uh, I just want to reiterate how cool this is. Um, I work with trading card games. I sell them. Um, and if I had the opportunity to sell this one, like if I could have my hands on it and like, you know, hawk your wares, I would be so happy to. It's I so appreciate cool.
2: That. Uh <laughs> Well, the the goal eventually um, is to kind of uh, with with production. I, I'm hoping um, to spin a more personal production at home. Um, that's one of the things I'm hoping to invest in is a uh, a laser printer and a Cricut machine. That way, I can cut out the cards Ooh. and be more mm-hmm. readily available for. Um, for people, because right now with the uh, with the current climate, again, the um, Voldemort is reigning supreme and is causing major delays. That's why I'm I'm releasing the next structure deck a month in advance for patrons because with the manufacturer it takes that long. So uh, the goal eventually is to speed up production to bring it home. That way, in my office, you know, not this place, but you know, in my office, I can um, have that set up and just like say, okay, little printer, three cricket, go nuts. You
0: know, and then Mm -hmm. actually give people, like, okay, cool, your product is shipped out tomorrow. You know, so I love running shipping departments for like small businesses, it's actually really fun. Just like, oh, order label, slap it on the box, send it. It's really Mm -hmm. fun. A little kiss and send it on the way out. (laughs) You're going to do great, slam, (laughs) put it in the box. It's great. Um, so yeah. Like Fonny said, thank you so much, uh, not only for making this, but for coming on the show. This has been really, really fun. Thank you. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah. I appreciate y'all having yeah. me. This is this has been a blast. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. this has been super duper fun. All right. Uh, without further ado, uh, now is about the time. Wow, we've been going for like an hour. That's good. It's going to be a nice, big, long, chunky episode. Oh, Yeah. It's going to be real good. <laughs> the fans
1: deserve it. They
0: they, they do deserve it. Absolutely. Uh, that being said, thank you so much for coming on the show. We will talk to you really, really soon, hopefully. And hopefully you'll see us on uh, Patreon probably tonight. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I just signed up.
2: You
0: okay, should have the cool.
1: email. Beat me to already. it.
2: Okay. Well, um, <laughs> let me know what you want your cards to, to
0: be and I'll, I'll get cracking on it.
1: good <laughs> thing I'm an artist. Absolutely.
0: All right. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much once again.
2: No, thank you guys. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you guys soon.
0: Yep. Bye. Bye. This episode of Dear Jazz is brought to you by AB Universe, the world's leading provider of ABDL and Incon products. If you want to support the show while restocking your padding stash, check out at oddswithgod.com slash sponsors or the sponsors channel in our discord for 10% off your order of 50 or more and we're back did you miss us i missed us i missed us it's good to be back it is good to be back there's a car driving very slowly around what the why are you backing into our driveway i'm gonna leave this in the show okay bye they're just turning around and hi we're back for real this time uh Mm -hmm. funny how about we do some more oh wow this is a chunky question chonky chonky all right but this one's really sweet so it is really sweet it's from joe of course it's sweet mm-hmm. okay take it away
1: Alrighty, this one's from let's call me joe uh, and he writes dear jazzy and Fawny, a year ago i anonymously emailed the show asking your advice on whether it was too late for me to try and become a part of the ebdl community due to my age i was turning 43 at the time Both of you graciously answered my somewhat rambling letter, and based on your encouragement, and also from advice from Kimmy from the usual bet via her Tumblr, I took a chance and dipped my toe into a world I had always wanted to be a part of. Your advice changed my life. I understand myself better now. I've been able to be more expressive to people about my wants and expectations, both in my private and public life. And I've made friends with some really amazing people from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you both so much for your kindness and advice. And to any new listeners who have had hesitations about getting involved with the age play and or kink community, I say to you, it's never too late. And to take a chance and jump in with us. So my question to you both is this, my life was changed by the podcast in so many incredible ways. Have there been any notable positive changes in your lives since you started doing the podcast as well? Sincerely, let's call me Joe
0: we love you so much joe i'm actually crying a little bit yeah i'm tearing up just i'm not sure if it's showing up on the camera but i'm totally tearing up that was super super sweet joe
1: is just a ray of sunshine all the time very happy to have him around
0: joe is too good for us (laughs) joe's truly too good for this world
1: Mm -hmm. he he is
0: an angel Mm -hmm. all right oh our lives have changed a lot since the show started um oh yeah oh yeah and the show has also changed a lot since it started like Mm -hmm. not a whole lot like the format is still generally the same but it's like definitely changed up it's gone through a couple vibe checks um which is why i get so nervous when people say they started episode one and they work their way through the back catalog because like no our recent work is our best work
1: Oh Jazzy? Yes. Are we the game grumps?
0: Oh my god, funny. I think we might be the we're the kink grumps. Oh no. We're the kink oh no. grumps. We've gone through <laughs> eras. I <laughs> I'm Aaron, and you're fuck, what's it what's his nuts? Dan Avidan? Dan Avidan 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 <laughs> <laughs> And it's what's his dad's name again? I don't know. Oh my God. All the stories of his dad just make my whole life. Hey, Dan, can you get the uh, chick chuck? <laughs> and it's the remote was control. It Avi?
1: Is his name? Avi.
0: Avi. Avi. Yes. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> oh my God. I fucking. That was a great reference. That made my whole night better. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I always wanted to do like an episodic, like series, personality driven thing like the game crumbs because when i was in college uh that's the show that really got me through a lot of stuff just because i was like so stressed out existentially and like depressed and stuff and that is one of the few things that could make me laugh consistently because i was in you know a really dark place and there's something just so magical about two dumbasses playing frolf (laughs) at very (laughs) aggressive, your smile exactly what i'm talking about too
1: yes
0: (laughs) yeah and
1: oh god there's there's a lot of things about the grumps that just like whenever i'm talking about something you know whenever i'm trying to convey an emotion you know Shaka when the walls fell um i i often go to one particular grump meme of the mark zuckerberg moment where they were like oh i'm trying to remember this name mark zuckerberg <laughs> yeah try to remember the name and sending just all sorts of like these messed up cryptic messages and then at the end they're just like oh my god i remember it mark zuckerberg so
0: yeah i think my favorite part of that whole diatribe is just motherfucking winklevoss twins <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh god yeah but literally what we just had just there that no, little well, back and forth we just had is literally the exact type of like show that I wanted to make all this all this time for so many years, and here we are, and it's like my primary income, which is mm. incredible my so when I started this show, um I technically was doing the pre-production in December of twenty nineteen and um I was in a place with I, w- I was really close friends with the first co-host and I was um. I was like approaching the age where I was going to age out of American health insurance at 26 uh, I'm 26 right now but it was quickly approaching and he was about to turn 26 so I was thinking like I've always wanted to start a podcast I'm doing literally nothing with my life at all like I was I was out of a really crappy relationship. I was struggling to make ends meet. I was I had to sell all of my music gear, including all my guitars, all my amps, all that stuff, which is making getting back into music very difficult, I should add. And so yeah. I was just like in a really crappy place and like barely scraping by. And I was like, Well, I have literally nothing else going for me and literally all I do is sit in my apartment all day. Um Why don't I just start something? Because you don't get anywhere if you don't start anything. So I started something. And I knew from my time in the music industry that the key to success for a podcast is consistency. Uh, Consistency and quality. So obviously, which is funny because our upload schedule is kind of trash. But, you know, we're we're adults and we're doing our best. But... Mm -hmm for a while we uploaded religiously every single week and the, we did the absolute best we could with our gear and, you know, uh, co-hosts had like come and gone and we had some like cast changes here and there, but like from then to now I was using like this ancient sound card from like 2009 to record the microphones And the microphones were ones that I used on stage And stole from venues Whereas now, I'm recording the show Into a $500 microphone Into A soundboard Monitoring on headphones And like, every single piece of gear I just mentioned, I didn't pay a nickel For it because it was literally just Donations to the show And it was like The listeners, the entire way that made everything possible so not only have i gone from like i'm i've moved twice since the show started i moved out of my dumpy apartment and with uh daddy gray and then he and i moved again and we got a house together so for a year we shared an office <laughs> so he had his work meetings and then when he wasn't in work meetings i was doing dear jazzy and it was a really hilarious dynamic But going through, like, so much equipment upgrades and going through, like, so many different, like, phases and eras of the shows and so many, like, interviewees and everything, I think the wildest part has been, like, because people tell me, it's just like, oh, my God, you're like Jazz and Starshine. It's like, yeah, hi. It's like, no, you don't understand. You're like you and you're real. Yeah. And I'm still not, like, used to that yet at all Mm -hmm. because to me this is just like the fun show that we do to like that we do together not only to hang out with each other and like spend more time with each other you and me but also like how we connect to listeners and how we do our best to like make them laugh and give good advice and like have some fun like primarily the show is like a vehicle for like administering and giving people light in their lives and just like that, all those good mushy vibes. And I I feel like I'm rambling. so And
1: that's okay. And that's, that's okay.
0: <laughs> it has, doing Dear Jazzy has, I'm getting emotional. During Dear Jazzy has quite literally changed my entire life. And I could not be more thankful for every single person that has ever downloaded the show. Because every person in that, did you know that we're almost at 25,000 Downloads, not streams. Downloads. That's a wonderful number. It's it's really big. Um, yeah, it's it's really big, and every single like, one of those people is responsible for doing this. Yeah,
1: it is awesome in the original sense of that is worthy of
0: awe. Now you got me crying. all right i've done all my masturbatory self-worth worship bullshit talking stick please deflate my ego (laughs)
1: well i mean a bunch of us here are very happy to see you masturbate so
0: people pay to see it people legit pay to see it (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's true and you could
1: too dear listener
0: if you sign up at (laughs) patreon.com slash jasmine starshine (laughs) (laughs) it's
1: good porn uh pay for your porn thank you okay so um notable positive changes in my life uh okay so yes both because of the podcast and just because of you know how life goes in general um the podcast has given me an entirely new like beautiful set of friends like a place that i could just drop in and it's it's literally cheers i'm i'm a character on cheers
0: Aww. You know, no. The so bar where
1: everyone knows your name. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> our server is the bar from Cheers. What a great advertisement for our Discord.
1: And I'm just the, the jerk who sits at the counter and just has useless trivia at inopportune moments.
0: But we love that. We love your cat facts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um. But yeah, I think that's like the biggest and the best change and. I've made new friends, and I, I have people that I talk to privately, uh, like on the side, and have become friends with them because of this server and because of this podcast. And just like, ah, God, it's so cool. And okay, so here's here's why I wax emotional. Um, dear Jazzy, and like giving advice has also allowed me to explore a lot of myself um and sort of how i feel about things and have a more sort of holistic understanding of like who i am and what i do and how i feel um and you know sometimes relating to the to the people that i'm giving advice to allows me to be like oh oh heck oh that's me too (laughs) Now i have to give advice for the situation that i am also in okay interesting and it does give me um Clarity, and I, I like being able to you know check in with with you, Jazzy, every once in a while, and just have nice chats and make something. We it have feels great so chats. good.
0: We have really uh-huh. great chats, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It feels so good to be creative with someone who you feel like gets you and vibes with mm-hmm. you creatively, and you can just like mm-hmm. jam and like make something cool
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely and both of us just have wonderful ideas where we just kind of like talk to each other and we're just like what do you think of this yes absolutely let's go let's do it what do you think of this oh if we change it slightly oh yeah 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 so.
0: do it yeah <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a beautiful creative uh collaborative process uh feels like we're in some sort of a studio where it's just like what about this riff
0: well oh yeah this that's riff. sexy that, yeah, <laughs> That is totally what being in a studio is like as someone who has done studio time. That is exactly what mm-hmm. that is like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But studios generally have a lot more pizza, but that's probably okay. <laughs>
1: pizza hurts my tummy. Pizza was, hurts my yeah. tummy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? Uh, being... I will take potato wedges any day, though. You want some oh, potato
0: wedges? You know, we call those JoJo's here in Cleveland. It's a very regional what? thing. like those like thick like potato wedges are like like that Uh long yay thick yeah we call those jojos oh yeah wild i want some jojos please real good it's real good um yeah i think one of the cool things about being about both of us being in do jesse together is that it's also given us some opportunities to like work with really cool people and also Mm -hmm. be invited to really cool projects that we're not allowed to talk about yet so oh yeah yeah we can't talk about it yet but when it comes out you'll know (laughs) but and And it was you'll learn some more cat facts perhaps you'll learn lots more cat facts you'll get to see me in a very authentic little space (laughs) Mm -hmm. god you're cute I, I try. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm blushing. <laughs> <Heck. Good. laughs> I feel very confident with our answers. Um, mm-hmm. At this point, we have been recording for multiple hours uh, out of our days just because of like doing the interview at first. Uh, and then we've been going for almost an hour into this session. So do we want to yeah. do uh, one last question? uh for the night sure cool great uh it's short one so i'll take this one away this is very poignant and important uh Mm -hmm. cat puff writes dear fawn and muppy short for mud poppy i like that what's the Mm -hmm. key to making diapers last in all caps how practical are so-called 24-hour diapers uh and do you like the idea? Best cat puff. Fawny, I want you to go first again.
1: Oh, I have no idea. Uh, Oh. (laughs) Do I know first? (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) So I find the arms race of like how many milliliters can we put into a diaper to be kind of funny only because it's like specifically because of my cable package that my body is subscribed to if you know what i mean my pinus as Mm -hmm. it were because of the way my body is shaped and because of the way a lot of amab people are shaped downstairs we will always wet in the front or like the bottom of the front first and it will all go there and it will all leak out the front first so yeah it can have crazy capacity but it's so hard to utilize all of it like I can usually go about like three weddings before I get into the danger zone, in which case like, okay, need to change. Uh, the key to making diapers last, um, in my experience with my specific body setup and everything is finding a way to reliably get yourself to pee straight down, um, <laughs> Because that way it spreads out evenly. I'm doing something into the camera, so I'm, I'm talking with my hands. Basically, if you pee down, uh, it evenly distributes along the front and the back. Uh, whereas if you just pee in the front, it stays in the front and maybe goes down. Um, that is the secret to making your 24-hour diapers last is basically where you're aiming inside of it which is a lot easier said than done um Mm -hmm. but do i like the idea of 24-hour diapers absolutely uh specifically because if you're like me and you sometimes have trouble with bedwetting uh being in a diaper that is rated for 24 hours uh is like a no-brainer and it's just like oh yeah i'm for sure safe uh, whereas if I'm wearing something not rated for 24 hours, it's just like, okay, if I pee really, 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 really hard overnight, it's just going to be a problem. Um Yeah, uh, I definitely do not think that you should be in the same diaper for 24 hours. That's a no, great- god no. Yeah, God no. That's a great way to get a rash. When you see someone advertising a 24 hour diaper, yes, you technically can wear it for 24 hours. But what that actually means is that you can take a day's worth of piss. That's what that means. So funny talking stick.
1: Is there like an average like amount of piss that you're supposed to have in a day?
0: I think every body is different. It's also entirely dependent on your intake.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am like uh, uh, I drink water like if i don't have it in the next five minutes i will die um so making it last stuffers are a good option Mm -hmm. um can be uncomfortable for like longer wearing just because like they they do tend to be a little stiffer yeah um and i know that there are like a couple of people out there who have done like the tutorials where you take a pair of stuffers and like fold them hot dog style and like put them in the um the leg guard
0: area. that's really smart.
1: Um, yeah, you put them in the leg guard area, kind of like folded so that all the adhesive is like stuck to the diaper, of course. Um, and that if you've got a external cable package, it kind of like sits in between the, the, the stuffers and like that channel that you've created. Mm -hmm. Um, and apparently that's a, a lovely way of making them hold a lot more. Uh, also trying i guess trying to wet while you're you're in different positions so that you know if you can lean back a little bit like sit and lean back a little bit um, so that the the diaper does wick towards the back and use up some of that the padding in the back why do they put so much padding in the back what is I they're just like oh yeah it, it can hold 6 liters of wear Why is it all in the back? Yeah. (laughs) I imagine
0: it's for like if you have like a crazy liquid shit. It's probably real convenient in that (laughs) one instance. You're prepared, dude. (laughs) Yep. But to answer that question, why they have it in the back, it's like it's like the people who like there's this product specifically designed for like Sissman, where it's literally a diaper sleeve that you put over your cock.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah, and it's an just, external catheter.
0: Yeah, it's it's literally like an external catheter made of super absorbent polymer, the the same stuff Wild. in our diapers. It, it's yeah. so funny because it looks like a hot pocket wrapper. <laughs> they just like put on your. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a hot pocket wrapper you put on your dick. It's really funny. So it's just like that is why <laughs> there's padding material in the back because if it was just in the front, you would have a a wiener hot pocket.
1: I suppose.
0: Yeah. But yeah, those are our thoughts on twenty-four hour diapers with crazy milliliter capacity. Yep. Yeah. Why does
1: it need to hold so much?
0: I Where are, a are you lot? going? I just I just wish there's <laughs> some way for it to just like channel down. And I am not like right? I, I'm an audio engineer. I'm not a standard engineer or a chemist. So like what do I know?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So what
1: what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm relating. I'm saying yeah, yeah mood. <laughs>
0: Oh, what a fun night this has been, Fonny. We've been at this for a while now. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I could go for longer, but I think our listeners would like a break between
0: episodes, probably. Uh, definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how can people find you and give you money?
1: Uh, they can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash ABDL and they can give me money on my Patreon. I like the, co- the coins between your couch cushions. Those are very useful for me. I like to clink them together. Makes me feel very fancy. Um, and you can find me on at Patreon as well. Um, I don't come up in like the search options on Patreon because I'm an adult artist. Um, what what? at patreoncom slash uh, And All my links also exist at adultswithgod.com. Um, Jassy ever so kindly put my link tree there, and you can also buy some merchandise over at Etsy. That is designed by myself and Juicebox, um, and we are assorted crinkles.
0: And you should absolutely check out Sorry Crinkles because it's adorable.
1: Mm hmm. People if... compliment me on my pen all the time. Oh, good. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. As you should. That's adorable. Mm hmm. And I have been Jasmine Starshine. Uh, my primary social media is my Twitter at Little Jazzy Baby. Uh, you can also find me on Discord at Jasmine Starshine number 0001. Um,. The podcast email, which I always forget to say that we have an email address, is dearjazzypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to support the show, that would be patreon.com slash uh, where you can get all the porn and all the good stuff. Um, but at this point, I'm just kind of rehashing what I usually say in the ending dialogue, which is... Dear Jazzy's and AltswithGod.com production, please visit us online at AdultsWithGod.com where you can visit my links, Fonny's links, our Patreon, our merch store, where you can support some of the artists from our fun little community, including the link to Fonny's personal store, of Crinkles, Uh, and also our community fundraiser in everything related to this show and others. I have been Jasmine Starshine.
1: And as always, I've been Fani, A B D L.
0: And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Vibe check complete. Vibe check? Vibe check. It's recording.
1: Vibe check? Okay. Yeah,
0: I vibe (laughs) checked it. Vibe check. Bonk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay.